All right, I'm Danielle McCartan. Fourth time with Phil Sims in, in two weeks uh, from the Sims Academy, the last day, Franklin Lakes, Pullis Field. Phil, after four full days, what do you hope these kids uh, take away from this? Oh, shoot, a lot of stuff. Just making new friends, having fun, seeing that hard work can be fun. I think we've broken it up uh, each day with uh, some games that have been uh, the kids seem to get a kick out of. But, you know, more, more importantly, really, too, you know, to learn a lot about football. And I'm sure the receivers and quarterbacks learn some things in the, these four days that they have never been taught before. Cool. Now, you guys have met Coach Sims, quarterback Sims, analyst Sims. Uh, we'll kind of focus on what's, what's next now coming for you. Um, first of all, I would have to go back into how did you make the transition to broadcasting? Oh, shoot. I don't know if there was a transition. I don't know if I ever really thought I'd make a career out of it. I was released um, from the Giants mm-hmm. kind of suddenly, unexpectedly, everything, whatever else you want to say about it. And I wasn't sure what to do. And I didn't want to move away from my family to keep playing. Right. So I was just offered an opportunity to, to work in TV. And I said, well, I'll try it. And here we are. I don't know how many years later, 20-something. And I'm still doing it, so I'm happy about that. Now, did you ever have, like, a degree in communications or anything? Right? No, no communications. No, no. In fact, all my friends are shocked I'm in TV. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, I wasn't the most talkative kid growing up. Really? But I was talkative when I played. But, huh. so, but it, it just, you know, even people, teammates of mine, even people in the media business said, oh, he's not going to be any good at it because he, he gives a terrible interview. Like the interview you give as a player right. is going to really determine what you are as an analyst or whatever. So, but it's been fun. I love doing it. Uh, I love, hang, I love hanging around the game. I still follow the NFL very close college football as close as I can. And, and somewhat even high school football in this area, I try to follow Yeah, big football in this area. Yeah. Football around here in high school. It's uh, it's serious stuff. And there's a lot of good schools. And I, I tell, I did talk to them coaches like convention or gathering yeah. a couple days ago and I said I don't know which is harder being a coach of a professional football team or a high school coach <laughs> because there's no time off you're always trying to yeah. keep kids you got to work them out everybody's playing different sports so it's a tough job yeah just make sure it's recorded okay yeah because I've done interviews okay. before <laughs> yeah, I hear you. all right um so I, I want to ask that moving into the booth what was the coolest moment or the most poignant moment you've ever called from the booth Oh, geez. I don't know if I could just point to one moment. I mean, I, I've seen so many great ones. Uh, you know, uh, plays at the end of the game by the Patriots to win games. Uh, Peyton Manning uh, coming from a big deficit in the AFC Championship game to beat the Patriots to go to his first Super Bowl after so many years and mm-hmm. so much negativity. Oh, he can't win the big game. One of my favorite all-time phrases, <laughs> the, we got to win the big game. You know, forget about all those other ones that lead up to the big game, but the yeah. big game, that's all that counts. But whatever. So those are just a couple. Yeah. And I just think the fact that it's hard to pick out, like, special games because I tell people all the time, it doesn't matter to me if the score is 35-34, 35 to nothing. It's still exciting to sit there and talk about all the players of the game. Now, what's the best advice? Because I'm trying to break into this field. What's the best advice you can give somebody in my shoes? Man, just keep working. Do everything you can. You know, you got to you got to work for free, whatever, a long time, just to get experience, to learn, to do, to broaden what you do. And, um, you know, if I was starting over again and, and myself, it's, it's a much more competitive business now mm-hmm. uh, in broadcasting or journalism mm-hmm. than it was 20-some years ago. So if I was to be an ex-player like this year, I would probably do a radio show, something like that, just to talk right. and to realize there's just so much information to gather and, 
try to be as versatile as possible, especially for you. Now, joining the NFL today, new venture for you? Right. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I hope it's going to be fun. I, I don't have to travel, of course, yeah. as much this year. So I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> and, you know, you don't realize how much you travel until you sit back and think about it when yeah. the season's over. It's yeah. like... You know, 70 plane flights, oh and God. yeah, oh my gosh, a lot of miles. Right. A lot of, yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. Frequent Flyer miles, but um, but just now, I think what excites me is the fact that I'll get a chance to really cover the whole league and pay attention to all the teams right. instead of just that small group of teams that the big games that we cover. Right now, um, there's been some murmurings on social media. I know you're not so active on that. that You've been joining uh, the WFAN cast on the radio. Yeah, no, I have. I, I've, read or kind of seen some things but you know no that's not in my uh, radar right now uh one day i will admit one day i do want to do radio uh i'm not sure when that will be and uh i, I find it intriguing because there's more time to talk mm-hmm. and you can really kind of broaden your um thoughts out there so that that excites me and 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 radio is definitely something I will do before I'm done broadcasting. Awesome. The McCartan Sims show. There you go. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think Boomer Siasen likes that gig. And, you know, it's it's amazing. I know Boomer very well. Yeah. And he can be somewhere at night. And, you know, I know he's only getting a couple hours of sleep because of what a charity or whatever he's doing. Uh-huh. But the next morning he's excited because there's just something about going on the air. Yeah. When the camera comes on or the mic is turned on, that even if you're tired, you can't wait to start talking again. I know that. You know that. <laughs> All right, so I got some three fan questions for you okay. from Twitter. Um, Dave uh, wants to know, great segue, how often do you get mistaken for Boomer Esiason? Oh, um, a lot. <laughs> Not every day, but enough. And uh, it doesn't irritate me. I always have smart mm-hmm. comebacks about it. <laughs> and Boomer gets... Uh, people think he's me, mm-hmm. and he always has a lot of smart comebacks. So, you know, Boomer's thing is, hey, I'm just so much better looking than Phil. How could they confuse us? So we have a lot of fun with it, and I'm sure we will have a lot of fun with it in the NFL today this year. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. All right, so the biggest difference between the NFL in the NFL between when you played and what it is now? Oh, everything. Just, you know, the, the athlete continues to evolve, get better and better. The coaching is more on the edge you know in other words coaches are willing to take more chances be more creative you know we know about the money uh but i just think that and and now the quarterback is you you know empowered probably five times maybe ten times more than he was in my era you know they didn't build franchises just around the quarterback in my era maybe maybe joe montana they thought about it a little more but now you have a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. Their number one goal as a team is just to make sure he does well. And, of course, if your quarterback does well, usually that's really good for the team, so it's a good thought. It's like a pitcher in baseball. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. And the final question is from Drew. He said, would you ever want to go into coaching? Well, not now. Of course, I'm too old to start to, that, that that tree. You know, like just to like the coach in the NFL, I'd have to start at the bottom almost. And, you know, I don't want to do that. It's too hard. The hours are to be in that position to start over uh, would be too tough on me. But when I was playing, I always thought I would be a coach. And that was my goal, to play as long as I could. When I'm done, I was going to coach. And at first it was, oh, I'll be a high school coach when I was in college. I thought about that. If I don't make the pros, I'll be a high school coach. Mm -hmm. Then when I got in the pros, I said, maybe I'll go back to college. Then after I was in the NFL for about six or seven or eight years, I go, oh, no, no. I'm coaching pro football because it just – there was no – you didn't have to worry anything about anything but just coaching your guys. I didn't right. have to recruit. Right. Didn't have to worry if they were going to class, all those things. So, But coaching is – that's never going to happen. 
Never. All right. Well, that's okay. it. That's all I got for I today. So, uh, Phil, I just want to thank you for your thank hospitality you. over the past four days. Thanks for coming out here. You've thank endured you. the heat. <laughs> the and rain. We, did, we finally did one in the shade, so this nice. feels really good. Before the camp starts today, it's very hot. A lot of games, a lot of fun. You know, it's the last day of school today. Yeah. So we're going to lighten up Good. just a little on all the kids and have Good. a little more fun. Great. And uh, you guys, they'll be back next year with the Sims Academy from a dome this Maybe, summer. maybe, maybe a dome, yes. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks.